The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm host Michael Dow, and I'm joined tonight by Sue Timberlake. Hey there. And John Roberts, who's also running the board and producing us and generally making us seem, you know, well, me, less terrible than I am. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about some politics, including the uh, Kavanaugh hearing and I think some uh, local politics and maybe hurricane disaster relief. Sort of fluid. We'll see where things take us. But uh, before Brexit, we... Venezuela, all around the world. Brexit, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by what a slow motion train wreck that's turning into. But before we get into that, I just want to say, uh, you can get in touch with us in a few different ways, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can email us uh, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. You can Twitter at us at civilpoliticsfm. You can Facebook at us, facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. Um, you can come to the station and yell at us, I guess, but not during the show because no, that's disruptive. No, they can't? Oh, okay. Producer says no, so don't do that. <laughs> um, but we love to hear from you, and you can also go to our website, which is civilpoliticsradio.com, and check out recordings of previous episodes of the show, links we've talked about, and uh, supplemental episodes as well. Uh, when we post references to things, we try to use the hashtag civil references to make it easier to follow along on Twitter and Facebook. So, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, do What's you wa- the latest? Yeah, I was going to say, so uh, you and I were chatting a tiny bit because I was, you know, poking my way in here this evening. Sorry about that. Oh, and so was I. I was, you know, this, yeah. Yeah, no, it's... it's, it's a, Must be Friday night. Yeah. Um, well, I've had another had to have another tooth yanked out, so. I'm, oh, so can I poke you with a stick and you'll laugh hysterically? No, actually, because it was yesterday. Oh. Actually, I'm fine, but you know, oh. <laughs> uh, this week has been kind of a of a blur. Um, but uh, the Kavanaugh hearings have been uh, uh, fascinating because like, they're not even hearings anymore at the moment. The, nope, the hearings are all done. They're trying to schedule. They're trying to come to terms with. Um, uh, Professor Ford? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her first name, but Professor Ford is, uh, she uh, she sent a letter to Senator Dianne Feinstein, well, and her local congressperson in um, California. I think the congressperson first, and then the congressperson gave it to Dianne Feinstein. That probably, like that. I think that's right, yeah. Yeah, so which is, you know, part of the delay, because people are always saying, oh, there's this huge delay, and it's like, well, went from one to the next, and there was a requirement of privacy, and... Yeah, I, I got to say, it was kind of a tricky situation, but I do think Senator Feinstein should have shared it with the other Democrats on the committee. I mean, especially like Senator Hirono, who I've really become a big fan of. Oh, from of. Hawaii. Yeah. Maisie Hirono. Oh, she's fantastic. Uh, it was Chris, Christine Baisley Ford. Christine Baisley Ford. Yes. yes. Thank you. Uh, professor, yeah. So... Um, and if you remember, uh, Senator Hirono did actually ask Judge Kavanaugh specifically if he'd, you know, done stuff like that. You know, if he'd, if he'd actually sexually harassed anyone or uh, sexually attacked any women. And Oh, I missed that part of the hearing. Oh, yeah. No, that's something 
Uh, Good for her. Like a year ago, uh, I first noticed her doing this a year ago. Uh, she said, and I think she said it also to Judge Kavanaugh, but she said like, you know, her first question was like, have you ever committed sexual assault? You know, have you ever, you know, uh, uh, sexually harassed a woman, you know? And she, uh, she says oh, like- so she gets it on the record. She gets it on the record. And she says oh. like, you know, it's become clear that this is an endemic problem. And so I am asking every person who comes before this, before this committee uh, as a nominee for anything to address this issue. I just, you know, she says, like, it's it's not specifically aimed at any, any one candidate. I am asking everyone this because I think everyone should be asked this when they're being considered for an important federal position. You think the FBI asked him that? I, I bet don't that's know. Not in their, I bet that's not in their questions. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I, I've, I their battery s- of questions, I guess. I, I'd I, love to see that. So <laughs> once upon a time, about 20 years ago, when I was uh, a bachelor living in a swinging pad in downtown Northampton, and those of you who remember me from then, stop giggling. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, an FBI agent actually came to the door and asked me questions about someone that I knew, not especially well, but someone I knew, because apparently they were applying for a job in the government that had a security background requirement. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, did you tell him everything you knew about George? Just kidding. It wasn't George. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it wasn't someone, any, anyone you know, in fact. Um, but... It, you know, it was like, oh, okay. So I answered the questions as honestly as I could. But Did they, they ask you anything like that? They didn't specifically—I don't remember them questions terribly well, but I don't remember them asking specifically about sexual harassment. They asked me about, like, were there issues, like, anything that would lead you to suspect that they, you know, might, you know, have, like, you know, problematic, you know, criminal conduct. Drug or— You know, financial problems, you know, you know. I can't remember if they specifically said something like, you know, might suggest that they were of low character or whatever. But oh, yeah, interesting. I, I mean, they 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 check on things like that, you know, uh, you know, and it's not just a matter of the FBI of the guy saying like specifically, you know, do you know if they've committed any crimes? You know, I think they were also interested in like, you know, have they ever ex- expressed like Nazi views or anything like that? I mean, because I mean that would also be a, a disqualifier. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I wonder what that battery is and if it's going to change and shift a little bit. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there's going to be a change to specifically ask about that. But that is criminal conduct. So if I'd known, oh, yeah, no, he t- he totally like likes to, you know, pinch women's bums all the time. I'd have mentioned that, <laughs> you know, even 20 years ago. Even 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm becoming much more conscious of... Uh, the ways all kinds of people are discriminated against, especially around racism. That's something I've become more aware of in the past few years. But, like, you know, sexism has, has driven me nuts my whole adult life. So it's Well, you had a strong mom, so have yeah. a strong mom. I do. Yeah. I do. I hope she's listening. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so what do you take— you you and you're you're not Republican, necessi- Republicanism. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you Republicans think of this? Well, what do you think? I know that you're not um, a uh, 
a, a out-of-the-box, old, white dude conservative. <laughs> I always say I'm not a nuka gay whale, for Christ, Republican. <laughs> right, I mean, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're not necessarily Chuck in the same boat as Chuck Grassley? Yeah. But, um, Isn't he doing a terrible job with this hearing? He's like, he has hadn't, hasn't had control of it since, you know, all the protests in the beginning. Opened, yeah. yeah, Yeah, it's just been one disaster after another. You know what was, I think, kind of the most embarrassing moment for him is when someone asked him about these allegations about Judge Kavanaugh, and he said, "Well, I," he said something like, "He, he like, I, who can remember what they did thirty-five? Pause, pause, thirty-five <laughs> years ago." Yeah, and it's not like thirty-five for him; it's like forty-seven well, years ago. Yeah, uh, Chuck Grassley's eighty-five. Oh, never mind. So, so sixty years ago, <laughs> he was a fifty-year-old senator thirty-five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I didn't yeah. hear that, but I wouldn't have done the math either, but that's really yeah, yeah. funny. No, well, I was, I was like, aren't you like 80? And it's like, no, he's 85. So, yeah. yes, he was my age. Isn't that how they got that um, Nudie, Nudie Gingrich? The, he was saying well, I was much younger then, and it was like, no, you were you know, a grown man, a senator. When, yes. You know, you bailed on your wife. and Yeah, yeah. no, he's... Well, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, if only you could pretend that I think, it was... <laughs> I think I, I like to think we're all growing and improving with age but yeah there's a yeah. point at which you definitely have to be held accountable so i thought that was and those sociopaths you usually can recognize them when they're four or five so <laughs> <laughs> so uh my setting fires and you know, yes torturing dogs yeah yeah murdering <laughs> the pets um so my having a look uh at uh things like the national review and whatnot you know it's it's clear that the lines are being drawn along party lines and that's that's expected but um there just seems to be uh th- there's a lot of uh rhetoric i've seen in the in the think pieces you know for yeah. you know written by republican men uh, pretty opinion. much always republican yeah, men uh uh saying uh you know, who among us hasn't done something like this? Who among us isn't vulnerable to this kind of accusation? And this is just the Democrats. Time to retire. Yeah. You know, like pulling, pulling John anything. John is going to be with me on that one. Get yeah. rid of these old yeah. white men, right? Well, yes. well, these are, I don't know how old these people are writing for the National Review or they whatever. They were born old, whoever they were. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, it is. it is interesting how it seems to have this divide, and yet... I, I have the sense that the world is much more complicated than that. Oh, it is now clearly, and so it's sort of funny because it's kind of anachronistic to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, that's I'm 65, so you know. Yeah. They're 80, you know, or 65, or yeah. So they're 40 you, and born old. You're you're, <laughs> you're a chicken, spring chicken compared to them in yeah. some ways. But I, I guess so. You're definitely you want uh uh you like the Republican Party. You want I the do. Republican Party to the Republican agenda in general to terms anyway. To return anyways. to grandness again? Yeah, yes. well, to return to grandness, but also in sort general... Like Putin and Russia? You, you want really Republican want... ideas to, uh, uh, and principles to prevail, yep. and you like the idea of conservative justices. So, in general, anyways, I mean, yeah. broad strokes. I'm pro-choice, so that confuses Right, that it. complicates things, yeah. but... Um, because that's really a conservative position, but let's not go into that one again. Because <laughs> I'm you and glad I, you gave me another point for that. Yeah. Well, because you and I agree on. <laughs> yes, yeah, libertarian. Yeah, keep it's, your it's, laws off my body. It's, right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's like I, like I'm apparently a liberal for that, but I'm like I could swear that's conservative. So yeah. yes. So, but so, how much credence or uh, how seriously do you think the Senate? Uh, do you think this is grounds to like say, no, we can't have Judge Kavanaugh on the high court now? Because I mean, I do. 
But I mean, I know I'm a flaming lefty and I don't like Judge Kavanaugh anyways. So, you know, am I well, just in the tank for the, you know, in the opposition? Or I, do you see something there that's more I, than that? I think you're right in that you have to separate. I don't like Judge Kavanaugh because I don't really care for him either. Yeah. But um and he protested too much about his daughters and their playing soccer and baseball. And there was something about it that felt really false to me. And I think we talked about that yeah, before. Yeah, and that I agree. It was, too, it was just too much. It was, it was fake. It was false. It felt false to me. It didn't feel authentic. But aside from like not... Like a Potemkin picket fence or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not, not liking him is one thing. I think that it deserves a full hearing. I think that FBI, I think it was um, um, Colbert who said last night... FBI, they don't do Federal Bureau in, Invest. What's that I stand for? <laughs> it was very sweet. So I think there should be a pretty full hearing of that before they would ever put somebody on the Supreme Court. Well, and if memory serves, the FBI did actually investigate. With Anita Hill? That's yes, what they did. Yes, yeah. it, they only took two days, though. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I've, I've been wondering, um, during the vetting process, just yes. the, the general vetting process, obviously... Th- they they either missed this or they ignored it but in in the um just the before he was he was nominated so or this five other times that he was investigated by the cuz he's had five appointments yeah so okay so yeah so he's he's been he's been vetted and and investigated would this just in general if they found this if they found this out and they investigated it would this be would this disqualify him before he was nominated? I don't think they make a judgment. I think they just provide it to the committee. Yeah. No, I mean, like, in the committee. Like, oh, um, by the senators like, or well, whoever. I mean, the, you're, yeah. you're, the president says, I want this, 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 and this. This this guy, yeah. this guy, this guy, and this guy. They're always guys. So the... Um, Except for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who I guess... I meant, I meant this who, president. Um, <laughs> who touched Lincoln. Did you hear that? What? <laughs> oh, was that one was... of the senators made this horrible joke. That was groping I President mean, Lincoln. I, 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 I have to say, I laughed, but not at the joke, no. or not because. I mean, oh. it was like it was like a laughing at, <laughs> but not a laughing with. But the but <laughs> I mean the the thing is that if this if this came to light a year ago, like when the White House was 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 trying to vet them or or something like that, would that have would that have disqualified it? I think. It depends on who was doing, you know, the FBI prepares the whole file for whoever's looking at it. Mm -hmm. But I think it wouldn't have disqualified him from uh, Trump. I think Trump wouldn't have cared. I might be wrong. I just don't think, I mean, he doesn't care now, so I don't think he would have cared then. But it depends if he had other people doing the vetting who were saying, well... You know, we could get away with this, but I think that's there's there's somebody over here who doesn't have any of these issues, so somebody else might have steered around. But I don't know who actually, because the list was prepared by the was it the Federalist folks, the Federalist, Federalist Society. Society. Yeah. yeah, but I mean that that's the thing. The actually, the I heard president Kavanaugh wasn't on the original ones. So. Well, they give a short no, list to the president, so the the president doesn't go through all of the judges unless he knows all the judges and says. I want this person, this person. This person. They yeah. they look at the, they take the, okay, in this case, they took the Federalist list, and then they would take names off of that that would fit into the situation. Who would get, who would go through nomination? I'm sure they're different, in different political climates, there are different names. So when they're going through this, I mean, this is Supreme Court, so I, I would assume that they would do an additional vetting. 
if they if this came out like if they missed this and this came out like you know months ago before he was presented would that have cut him out would they have would they have cut them out because that's that's the thing like no matter how you like him or not if this if this fact would have affected his nomination if it came out before thanks feinstein but if it came out before then would he not even have been on the list yeah it should have been treated that like and clearly this was missed you know i mean like like mike said they go to every like your friends and everything you look they look back into your history like way way far and i'm sure that if they if they did it correctly someone would have been like oh yeah that that happened that was weird wasn't it and then they then they would have taken off on that hopefully so if they did miss it then this needs to be treated as as a fact at at as a fact that he would have like he should have been treated um disqualified him at the time well if it if or it, done the investigation yeah if it if it came out at that time it should be pursued in the same fashion yeah that's what that's what i've been thinking yeah so that that it, even though it came out late once it came out you need to go back and do the proper yeah job on it and then they want to push this this vote through before the before october because that'll this will be an october surprise um no matter what so that i mean i was there's a link i'm going to post right now that's the uh grassley has said if there's not a deal in place um then they're going to have the vote on monday which they're hashing the the, the deal with professor ford um and think about the legacy of that statement i mean that's for me that's really tough tough as a law and order person mm-hmm. in that you say well you know if you don't have your papers together we're just not going to try him for for bank robbery we're just not going to have the you know that's the thing this isn't a criminal <laughs> investigation well it it isn't because of the statute of limitations it would have been no 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 uh it i'm saying it could have been if it oh, was oh yeah i don't know yeah. but i mean what we're specifically talking about is a senate hearing confirmation yeah. hearing this is a yeah. job interview yeah so like 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 there may like even if the, the even if it were like he's actually a murderer and like oh well there's no statute of limitations on murder and and <laughs> yeah. so forth like still this is a senate hearing about whether or not he gets a job but yeah. like, my 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 point though issue. my point is i mean that's true but my point is that people are saying you know like um what he you know you should where's your evidence and and all of this stuff like it's a it's a hearing it's not a court of law or anything he's not going to like I, I, I probably the statute of limitations has run out by now, so yeah, he's not going to go to crime. jail, yeah. mm-hmm. and he has a lifetime. Of, he's fine. He's he's fine no matter what. He can stay as a judge where he is. Yeah, yeah, unless he gets unless he gets impeached out of out of he's in the first circuit, I think. Yeah, I think so. So he's he's set. Yeah. You know. So the everybody's saying you know this will real ruin his life and this will do this and this will do that i would think he would want it just cleaned up cleaned up yeah yeah if, when, when if he think. was a law and order person then he would want like oh okay we should Im- yeah investigate me yeah investigate me go go through it you know yeah. but do you remember what clarence thomas said this is a high-tech lynching mm-hmm. oh and, yeah, yeah yeah and he just i mean they were so I don't know if it was white guilt or what, but they they didn't touch it with a ten foot pole after that. They just yep. they just backed right off. Yeah, what a time, Clarence Thomas. Yeah, speak well, and he got he got 
Oh, now I forget his name. Third, third good. Thurgood Marshall. He got Thurgood Marshall's seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was approved Get the by t- two senators, the the smallest margin ever yeah. for Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I I really believe in the process, and if it takes a little longer, it's so important. It's the Supreme Court. It's mm-hmm. just so. And he may be totally innocent, and he may be totally guilty. I don't mean in a criminal sense. And I think people will be able to judge that. But I don't really like staffers interviewing people you know victims of crimes i just i mm. and i i'm wondering about you what you guys think of the senators having to ask the questions so that they are embarrassed by them if they're really bad questions do you know what i mean that's one of the oh, arguments right, some of the gop s- senators were thinking about having their staffers ask the yeah. question yeah i don't i don't i don't think that's appropriate yeah the, the whole point is it the senate hearing yes yeah. the, the like, do you think it you should know, be pro- like if if the staffers can ask, why can't I come in and ask questions? <laughs> I mean, like I'm not a senator either. My turn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also private or public, and should he be able to face his accuser? Uh, I mean, those are tough questions. Uh, I I side well, with her because she's a, a victim, but at the same time, I think it should be public. Well, and it's not a it's not a criminal trial, so yeah. like it's not like the rights that apply in a criminal tr- criminal trial don't apply here. Yeah. Because again, also he's not facing the same kind of jeopardy. Yeah. You know, there's no chance that he's going to go to prison from what happened. You know, yeah. because of the of the decision of the Senate. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even if he breaks down and confesses to that, you know, tearfully, you know, in front of the Senate, which yeah. he won't do. But I mean, even if he did that, like he wouldn't go to jail. There's no jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think my feeling about public is. Uh, I have such trouble with that because I, I, I don't think that victims should have to go through that. At the same time, this is such high stakes that I want to see for myself if I believe her, which I think I probably will, but I, I want to hear it for myself, and that's yeah. a very selfish thing. And I want to hear for myself what he has to say. I don't want to get some yeah. um, transcript of what the senators thought he said. You know? I, I completely agree. And um, that's tough because I think that's so cruel to the person that's been uh, allegedly assaulted. Well, it's 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 a hard process on both of them. Even, you know, if he's if he even if one of them has it coming, it's still a hard process on both yeah. of them. And uh, I'll tell you, um, uh, I th- on the whole uh, am inclined to to uh, uh, believe Professor Ford. Uh, I, I think her allegations are are quite plausible um uh, wait I'm, did you go to a private high school i did kidding. actually <laughs> and so you know what can potentially go on when people are drunk out of their gourds what goes on at prep school stays at prep school <laughs> and we're all the better for it <laughs> to quote judge kavanaugh yeah so now the phones are going to start ringing so yeah <laughs> we're kidding folks <laughs> but yes, that's I'm, I'm kidding but for her to come forward she had she had no reason to to make i mean she's she is far bigger loser from this right so so here's my the way i look at this and tell me if this checks out to you well i'm a feminist so you know where i'm gonna come down anyway (laughs) well well so here here's my my thinking about this i mean i'm also sorry feminista i'm a feminista (laughs) as well um but it seems to me that um this is going to cause this has caused her and will continue to cause her a lot of problems and they were predictable problems. She she had to know that this was going to lead to uh, uh, a lot of public outcry. She's going to be, you know, she's being attacked and vilified and threatened. Death threats. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now the FBI said they will investigate that. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> death threats are death threats are a federal crime. So yeah, easy. <laughs> um, 
you know, it's going to cost her a lot. Yes. So, uh, probably the reason for her reluctance in the first place. Right. So, why would she make this up? Like, like, like it's it's kind of hard to imagine that she would make this up if these allegations weren't true. Because, like, there there's nothing good is going to come to her from this. No. But she might misremember. It's right. possible that she misremembered. Well, that that yes, a human memory. Humans are fallible. Human memory is fallible. I would say, uh, and I would also say that I think it's a, a telling detail that she says that there's someone else in the room who is not a friend of hers, but a friend of Kavanaugh's, and that guy denies it as well. And I'm like, well, you know, that he is— He won't testify. He won't go under oath. Right. Yeah. And, and my understanding is, and I don't remember the gentleman's name. I think it was Gordon, but I don't remember the gentleman's name, but apparently he's written a memoir about, like, his— his struggles as a teenage alcoholic and uh, someone who r- routinely became was a blackout drunk back in the 80s. So that's not the best possible testament witness for anything. Yeah. <laughs> but um but don't we all want to hear them? I do. And and uh it seems to me that is this a flaw in our character? Well, I'd say you can make it you can make the uh the the case that, you know, that this is her uh, that that this is Professor Ford, you know, lying or trying to achieve some political goal by getting Judge Kavanaugh, you know, that this is just an attack and it's a smear or whatever. And, like, if you believe that she's the kind of person who can endure this kind of personal suffering for a cause, for this cause, then, yeah, it's plausible. It's possible that she's lying. And I don't know her, so I can't say that's not true. But it seems pretty far fetched to me. That doesn't sound like that. Like people can do the that kind of thing. The motive is doesn't doesn't line up here. It can't I, line up. I, I yeah. Well, see, people can do extreme things and sacrifice themselves for causes. So like that's possible. Yeah. But just Not really likely. And this she's, uh, she's a professor. Why now? Yeah. Yeah. She's a, yeah. Yeah. I. I. You know. It, this. This is sort of. It, it's a. It's a bit akin to. Uh, uh, you know, making a, a, a suicide run. You know, it's like, it's a last desperate attack and we may not come back, but we've got to ride out to save the day. You know, it's it's that Blow kind of... the meteor. Yeah. Right, it's that kind of desperation, it feels like. And so, yeah, it's possible. But yeah, yeah I'd like to see her... T- I'd like to see her testify so I'd I can like judge whether or not that makes sense. Yeah, I just can't imagine it. And I'd also like to see him talk. And especially... Have, go ahead. I was going to say, have you seen the 75 women that stood up to... Um, to, to support Kavanaugh this afternoon. No. Old friends, people from high school, and to person they were saying, the allegations aren't true. We know they aren't true. And so the reporters got to question them, and they'd say, so, so you know? were you in high school with him? No, I've known him. I was a clerk in his court, and yeah. I was a who's he was. It was very interesting. And the whole time I'm thinking, I don't know if you guys remember the BTK killer. Ugh. He was totally yeah. an upstanding man. He was in uh-huh. the church and yep. he was like this horrendous person. Yep. And just nobody knew because nobody knew. And it, and it was so interesting to he, see these he, 75... He kept the lid on it at home and then went off and did yeah. his depredations elsewhere. Yeah. But but it's that I'm a really good man. I do all this stuff. Uh-huh. And it's and you cannot yeah. you cannot say what they were saying, which is the, the allegations were false. But it was that's what they were saying to a person in these seventy five women. That doesn't sound like the guy I know, but Yeah, that's exactly what they were saying. And I, it, I, I, I remember there was a, a professor at my old prep school who uh 
you know, went to prison for uh, child molestation. And it's like, wow, that doesn't sound like Mr. Cobb yeah. at all. But it was. It turns out it was. <laughs> well, in that, it, but it was interesting that they'd rallied these 75 women from his high school, from his college, from his clerkship, from his... And they did this big, and they'd all flown in, you know, on his behalf. And I'm thinking, wow. How I'm, quick did they do that? Uh, that within the last three fast. or four days. No, that they did that. They had a letter signed by a bunch of women saying that, and they all like fl- within twelve hours, mm-hmm. or like within a the day. Like that's, like that many people actually, and then coming in together. That is incredibly fast. That had to be prepared beforehand. But um, it was Mike Judge. Uh, the uh, his friend his uh, Mike his judge. um oh yeah because I always get confused when they say the judge and Mike Judge yeah right. ironically and uh, it's uh, wait 100... not the Mike Judge who did Office Space <laughs> no yeah I I double took that too yeah. but his book was one hundred kegs or bust okay so I I was remembering that correctly He's, <laughs> he, he... no no that all of the stuff that you said um was mostly correct yeah surprisingly mostly correct. <laughs> But yeah, that's right. Gotcha. What if, so we'll see whether there's a hearing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, yeah. or whether there's just a vote. Um, I hope there's a hearing. They're giving they're giving the uh, the lawyers for uh, Professor Ford um, until ten tonight to make it to get an agreement, or the vote is happening on Monday. That's uh, that was just released uh, an hour ago. See if I was no pressure. Susan Collins, I would see if I could talk to her. You know what? Susan Collins doesn't want to do that. No, she like she has all, she's had all the time in the world to say we should do this. We should do, but she's like she's whiffling and waffling and everything. She's she's useless. Yeah. She it, it's pretty clear she wants to vote for for Judge Kavanaugh and like feels she has enough of a fig leaf to to hold up her pro choice uh, bona fides, I guess. Yeah. And. You know, because there was that, uh, we t- didn't we talk about this last yep. week? The, yep. the question of like, is she being bribed? It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. so. Very, very interesting. Well, that, that'll be fun next week. We'll be watching that. Yes, yes, we will. Too bad it's so yes, important. And I wonder if anyone will call Judge Kavanaugh on the fact that he's already, you know, demonstrably lied to the committee. Yeah, and that's a federal crime. Yeah. So that's fun. So anyway, we should take a short break. Uh, here on Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio. We're going to play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs, make the FCC happy with us, and then we'll be back with more Civil Politics in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Classical music on Valley Free Radio. Tune in to Andy Musique Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. for an hour of beautiful music to start your day, hosted by Lucy and Larry. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program featuring new wave, 
post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. Hi, my name's Leo, and I use he, him, his pronouns. Hi, my name's AJ, and I use they, them, theirs pronouns. Did you know that sex is your biology and gender is how you identify? You can't assume someone's gender. Based on their clothes. Based on their hair. Based on their voice. Who they hang out with. Who they're attracted to. My gender isn't your business. Ask me my pronouns! Brought to you by the PVPA Student Group for Gender, Sexuality, and Diversity. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized and orderly, and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. I'm Rachel Maddow with the Pioneer Valley Planning Commission and the Franklin Regional Council of Governments for Valley Free Radio, reminding you that legally bicycles are vehicles and bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities and should observe the same rules as motorists. For more information on bicycle rights and safety, go to www.massbike.org. Classical music on Valley Free Radio. Tune in to Andy Musique. Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. for an hour of beautiful music to start your day. Hosted by Lucy and Larry. Did you know there is a CSA from which you can get locally brewed beer shares? Or that there is a delivery service that can bring produce from local farms to your door every week? Farm to Fork is a radio program dedicated to revealing the history of the food system in the Pioneer Valley and exploring the bounty the valley has to offer. The program tackles the complex issues surrounding food, drink, and every kind of nutrient with their individual production schemes and consumer markets. These topics and more Tuesdays at 7 p.m. on Farm to Fork, Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, WXOJLP, Northampton. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. And, uh, yeah, so uh, switching topics a little bit because we've got um, one of the reasons why the Kavanaugh hearings, I think, are, are being so pressed forward with urgency by the Republicans is they are concerned that they might well lose the control of the Senate in the midterm elections. That is not outside the realm of possibility. Long shot, but possible. And with Ted Cruz, that race being a little closer. Yeah, Right, exactly. So, so debates are debates are good. <laughs> right. Uh, I just wanted to, um, there was a joke I, I heard uh, on YouTube, and uh, it was, uh, Ted Cruz looks like he, the <laughs> Ted Cruz looks like he just found out he's Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> He is, he is not, interesting. Uh, yeah, he is not a beloved figure. <laughs> just constantly confused. He yeah. just looks confused and kind of like nervous yeah. and like, oh god, I'm Ted Cruz. <laughs> he just wakes up in the morning, looks in the mirror, and like, oh. Mm. <laughs> hmm. I heard a reporter um, talking about Trump, sort of another thing like that, where it's really, once you hear it, it sounds so true to you. And he was saying, um, 
the problem with Trump is that we don't know what he means when he uses words. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sadly, yes. Yeah. He'll say the words, it doesn't, you know. But I just thought that was such an elegant way of putting it because it was just this, you know, little nobody reporter that it just got picked up on the, you know, national press. It's yeah. Like, you don't know what he means when he uses words. Well, <laughs> and the, the heck of it is, it's the kind of thing where, like, like That's Trump, all we have. <laughs> well, and, and it's the kind of thing that Trump might not even, like, uh, notice that it was uh, how damning it was at first. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, it was such an understatement, and so so that we're going to put. But um, so the midterms are coming, but so are the races yep. and all. You know, we have a governor's race, and um, yep, yeah. Oh, uh, and which which reminds me, just quickly, I want to oh, remind yeah. everybody once again when things are. Uh, yes. So uh, if you would like to vote in the election, which is going to be on Tuesday, uh, November sixth, you have to register by Wednesday, October seventeenth which is, I guess, 26 days from now. Wow. Uh, so that's uh, just under four weeks from now is your last chance to register to vote, here in Massachusetts anyways. Our many listeners uh, uh, in other states and countries uh, have their own election deadlines. But in Massachusetts, it's by October 17th uh, if you want to register to vote for the um, November 6th election. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a Democrat, so I'm pushing for uh, Mr. Gonzalez, but uh, kudos to... To, to the, 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 the legislature and to Governor Baker for putting into law the thing that sort of they'll be automatically registered to vote. People in Massachusetts will be automatically registered to vote and will have to opt out of voting. You know, I hate that. I find that so fascinating. I love people voting. I think everybody should vote. But have you ever fought with the state because they got your records wrong? It's a nightmare. And so somebody will register a car, they'll be registered to vote in a town they don't live in or okay. lease. You know, it's the mess that makes I, me crazy. I, I, I do understand that. And that's a, and it's a very Republican thing to be upset about, like, the— um... Have you ever gotten a <laughs> ticket from the Mass Pike? Yeah. No. And I, like, made one trip on the Mass Pike, and it's $18, and it's like, I can't straighten it out. This I... is this is interesting. Um, what? The, how often do you think that happens? Like what percentage of of, of oh, automatic automatic ton. registering? Oh, um, this state in this state, the, how yes, like it's a mess. How they like, don't how have much systems. Does it happen? They have a looks like a system, and then behind the scene, there's little people with pencils. Right, and so you can't get through the bureaucracy to fix it. So I think it's prevalent, but that's not my 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 question. And not so if it's I prefer like, how they just prevalent. leave my my registration alone because I have been unregistered to vote three times since I've lived in Northampton, and it's because if you don't fill out a form, they take you off the voter rolls. Well, they won't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't do that. There's no reason for I would. I voted I, in I, like six elections. I agree. In one summer, we had a lot of special you were, elections. So you weren't filling out the town census. Well, I can't because I can't sign it because sometimes I have people that are hiding from their um, domestic abuser in my house. So I can't sign the bottom of the form to say who's in my household. So I can't legally sign it. What? Wait, what? Because you have to list who's in your household. Yeah. And sign it. Uh, even... Yes. Even if they're just guests? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're guests of a certain time, yeah. I. And if they're going to register their car there, yes. I mean, all that stuff. They're not, I mean, from what I'm understanding, they're not, they're living there. They're not guests. So, um, 
And there is a way that you can declare it, but then you have to declare them. Exactly. That puts them on the records. And, you know, the state has not had the best record keeping domestic no. violence yeah. people's addresses. No, it hasn't. And that Especially is when it's an ex-policeman yeah. who has access to the state records. And that is completely yeah. understandable yeah. and cruddy. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and so I it's good that... So I don't trust automatic... Oh, hold sorry. on. Uh, it's good that you... Uh, that that I'm actually I just want to say it's good that you don't sign it. I'm I'm sure a lot of people uh, other people would sign it and then and I'm just... principled. It's like exactly. I cannot sign this. And but, if you're telling me I can't vote because I'm not attesting to who's in my household. That's well, yeah. wrong. That that um, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But the but, but they messed my it up so many times. My question is, in terms of automatic voter registration in Massachusetts how often is there an issue do you think there is an issue where that where a where someone would be registered incorrectly and it would be a mess for them to fix it I think it would probably with all the students and everything I think it would happen 12 13 percent 14 percent of the time and the problem that is much. it's very hard to fix because the state it, they would, it happens automatically. It's sort of like when you get that Comcast bill and nobody can tell you why your price went up and you talk to 80 people and they say, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, I'm just trying to do I like a cost I'm comparing I, I Comcast I, I to I the state. Back. Do you really think the state of Massachusetts is as bad as Comcast? Uh, in certain <laughs> agencies, worse. Oh, oh my God. Yes. We no, do no, have no, a problem. No, no, in, certain agency, worse, yes. in certain agencies. Because Comcast... If there is if there is an issue that they can fix and it's the issue that you say you're going to leave, then they put in work to, to all of fix a sudden it. it's fixed. Yeah. yeah, but there's no there's nowhere to go. See, with the state, the depends, Commonwealth depends on what what service you have to find a really smart person who has a big heart and e doesn't you yeah. know, take off at three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a I'm just I'm just looking at a cost benefit here. You know, like the the amount of the amount of work that the amount of people have to put in versus the amount of people that will be auto automatically registered. Yeah. To if vote. they staffed it so they could fix the mistakes, that would be a whole different discussion. But they will never staff it so, to fix the mistakes, just like they didn't with the tolls on the mass bike. The they, amount of they have mistakes. Have duplicate license plates? Have you heard this? The what? amount of mistakes. Versus the the amount of people that are correctly registered that would additional voters that would be correct correctly re registered. Only I should be able to change my registration. So, <laughs> it's one thing to say only you should be able to change your registration. Yeah, but voter if, registration. If you aren't registered, are you saying you don't want it to make it the state to make it super easy for you to become registered? When I had somebody living with me that didn't want to register their car at my house, absolutely. Okay, so they didn't register your car at the that house. That doesn't mean that they're but not they registered to vote. But they wanted to vote. vote. They wanted to vote. But that doesn't mean they're not registered to vote. But I'm saying that they would have been re-registered back in New Hampshire or they would have been do, do you know what I'm saying? There's well, reciprocity yeah. between states. That I mean that that is an that is an issue with with um with abuse with abuse laws and and people that are they're trying yeah. to hide from. I mean if they were yeah. if they wanted to well, vote. Well, no, people in, do because they're they're going to school here, but they want to pay insurance in New Hampshire. Well, sure, because it's cheaper. Well, in that in that just illegal. You can do it for a while. Okay, so yeah, you can say like I I am living here in Massachusetts, but my car is registered in New Hampshire because that's where I got it and that's where I had it. And when the registration expires, you've got to figure out what to do because 
Yeah. But all those little tricky bits, you know, because we do have reciprocity with New Hampshire, right. but we don't with Vermont. All that stuff, I, I do not trust. This is Republican, right? I it, do it not sure trust is. the government to, to get it right. And, it, and if people want to register to vote, they will. How about the people that can't get to the get get to the DMV or can't or can't get online or, or anything like that? Every city every city has a, every town has a town clerk. That's where you register. So you're within your city limit, and you're going to have to go to vote too, probably. Yeah. Or you can get the form and I mean, have somebody take it for you. I mean, you know, of course, you can go online and order an absentee ballot. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, not I, everybody I, has a computer. Exactly, especially That's people true. that are like disabled, or they, or they live in the hill towns or something like that. They, yeah, they. But every hill accent. town has a town clerk, and you can go in, and that's where we all vote. So, I lived in a town of nine hundred, and we had, yeah. you know, so, we had one precinct, but and and and, and this is the logic that uh, leads to uh, the you know intense voter. Uh, uh, suppression effort by the I, Republican Party across the country. I like Acorn signing people up to vote. I, I want everybody to vote. I really do. I just don't well, trust then, the Commonwealth of... If I lived in Oregon, I wouldn't be as worried, but because so, I'm so, in so you Massachusetts... Do, you, you do realize that, like, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts is inescapably involved in the yes. whole process of registering to vote. Yes. Like, you can't not vote. I don't want and, them and, to... And I don't want to have to state. opt out. I want them to... I, I don't... I want them to not touch my voter registration. I'm sick of being disenrolled. I... Okay. And I think it's because I'm a Republican in Northampton. I'm just kidding. I actually don't think <laughs> it's not that because Packy... It happened to Packy, too, because she travels a yeah. lot. So, I, I... That is, I think, a separate issue from... Uh, when you go through uh, a number of sort of basics, you know, registering with the state to re- register a car, for example, or whatever, to just say like, oh, okay, and uh, tick this box if you don't want us to add you to the voter rolls, or, I'd, or I'd tick this box that. if you are already on the if you are already registered, you know. The idea is basically like, if you're not registered to vote. We will just add you to the voter rolls. Tick that box if you don't want us to do that. And that's that's what the law does. So I thought, why don't you like that? You just tick I a don't box. Th- no, you have to opt out. Right. That's ticking the yeah. box to say, no, I don't want to do it. No, I, th- I think that there's a different process for it. I could be wrong, but I think there's a different process to for it. To the internet. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to we'll soon have to, to be look, verified. We'll have but anyway, to look into my that. basic: if I lived in Oregon, I wouldn't mind a second. They have a great state; they're very organized, and if there's a mistake, they fix it. Commonwealth of Massachusetts sometimes cannot get out of its own way, and Stacy's going to kill me because both her parents worked for the Commonwealth. But, but I worked for it too, and I saw it firsthand. I poor people bouncing from agency to agency. I, I certainly am willing to believe, and that I there are, always there. vote. I yeah. always vote. I, I'm perfectly and I don't want willing to grant you that can, there can be problems with the state <laughs> bureaucracy. It sounds to me like the solution is to uh, vote in a better government and fix the state bureaucracy. Oh, I agree with you there. So, <laughs> yeah, no, good, good point, well said. Yeah, and it's so just it's it's because I vote execution all the time. matters, but I I agree in principle with the idea of like, are you a citizen? Then you're registered to vote because this is a response to things like the state of Florida. I don't know if I know you don't watch. Uh, a lot, you know, a lot of cable TV or HBO. But John Oliver, for example, a couple of weeks ago, did a, a really good thing on his show last week tonight. Oh, voter suppression in Florida is horrible. Exactly. Yeah. So I this used is, to live there too. Right. So. <laughs> right. Well, like, there's a million people who are basically like disenfranchised. At, yeah. And and arbitrarily so. So 
This is an attempt to say, like, no, that's not going to oh, happen. Oh, you didn't, you didn't check the box that said you're a citizen. We took you off the voter rolls. Right. Or, like, oh, you're, uh, y- you have a criminal conviction on your record. Well, come before this panel, and if we feel like it, we'll, we'll reinstate, reinstate you your voting. Yeah. yeah. No, I think people that do their time should be able to vote. I, 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 I think, think people should be able to vote I while they're in prison. It drives me crazy when people don't vote. It, I really think it's important that everybody vote. Yeah. I'm just saying— I think we have too many people in prison, and I think people should be enfranchised yeah. even when they're still voting. And I like that Acorn was signing people up to vote. I think it was yeah. great. I think that was—so I'm I'm not disagreeing with you in some ways. I'm just saying so that you here like, in the you, Commonwealth— You like the principle, you just don't trust Massachusetts. I do not trust Massachusetts. I do not. So We, we may resemble that remark. The— um, <laughs> So just looking up the the how the how the law works, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the the way that the law works is it it, it flips. If you want to, um, and we only have a few minutes left. But if we, if you want to uh, before, if you wanted to vote, then you had to register. Now, if you if you don't want to vote, you can you have to not unregister. That's that's the way that it works. You you would have to go to the town clerk or the or the DMV and say I don't want to be on the rolls. So that is I don't want you to change my address because I don't want to find out on voting day that I need to be in a different precinct yeah. ward or or that I leased a car and you moved me to Sudbury. Yeah. I mean I just I I'm just the the only thing that I'm getting at is there these are very specific um these are very specific situations yeah. which suck. And uh, the the things that you're describing are bad, and they should be and they should be addressed. Of course, I'm looking at it from my perspective only. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean that. Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The I'm trying. What I what I was getting at before is trying to find the the axis of which there's there's the good parts and there's the bad parts, and which weighs down the seesaw more. Yeah. And I don't like Gavin either. He sells all our information. I don't trust him, Secretary of State. Yeah, I wanted the other guy. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we'll st- there's a Republican running. I don't know too much about him, but we'll find out mm, before the. Well, <laughs> depends. Um, I, I, yeah, I, it depends, right? I may have no, to hold my nose and vote for the guy. I suppose <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd have to. I don't know anything about him. I yeah. didn't even know he existed until just now. Yeah, so. no, he exists. So he exists, and he's got. I think he's got a sort of. I'll leave it that I looked at it and I didn't jump to any conclusion about him. So by the time we get another week or two in here, I'll tell you all about him. So okay. And I'll I'll say you know, well, but for the moment, the Massachusetts Elections Division uh, on the Secretary of State's website does have information on registering to vote, where where you are registered to vote. You can check your status, find out where to vote, look at your what your provisional, not provisional, what your ballot will be coming up. <laughs> Don't in November say provisional, make me like crazy. That. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I never count provisional so ballots. <laughs> I hope uh, I hope uh, everyone listening will vote uh, in November sixth and uh, will be registered by October seventeenth. John, please. Um, a couple things uh, just before I want to I I said I wanted to say something very important before we stopped. Uh, first, Stacy agrees with you because mass bureaucracy is. An ish show. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. I thought she'd shoot me. No, her, God, no. Her yeah, her yeah. parents both work for the state. Yeah. They know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. anybody no. who does work for the state. And knows. I completely agree with you that the that the state bureaucracy is is crazy. You have to have to call your state representative to get something straightened out. Yeah. And they come down on the agency. It can be really and, crazy. Yeah. Um, the thing, just to switch wheels like really quickly and maybe you guys have haven't pity on this but uh it is the right now it is the 21st of september tomorrow is the equinox 
Yes, at uh, I think just before seven p.m. Autumnal. Yes. Uh, yes. The autumnal equinox. I hope it's the autumnal con- equinox because if it's the spring one, I am leaving. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the um, it's the it it is the the official end of the summer. Hooray! It is, is going to be fall now. Something that I and many other people have to deal with throughout the summer is people saying, "Oh, it's a really nice day. I'm so happy it's summer." I hate the the heat, the 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 bright sun, and the 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 fact that it's not dark um, half the day. It, there's only it's only dark like an hour of a week. So now the, it's going to be switched. I'm going to be happy that it is um, cool, that the leaves are going to be changing, that it's going to that snow. I enjoy snow, and many other people enjoy snow. So if you're listening and you love summer, do not call people that like the winter crazy. <laughs> I run into Fair this enough. all the time. Oh, I bet. I there, are, there are some conversations in the middle of the summer when it's 95, and people are saying, oh, it's so great, I love the summer. And I say, I don't really like the summer, I like the, I like the winter. And they look at me and they're like, you're crazy, why? And like you're, they're trying to convince me of a season that I like or dislike. So be nice to people <laughs> they've survived this horrible summer it was a horrible summer <laughs> this yeah. hot summer that Muggy, it was never below s- like 75 at all in the during the day or in the morning or anything like that yeah so it's going to be it's going to be dark it's going to be cooler and uh you're going to have to be inside deal and let us enjoy our season so October 27th, a couple of years ago, we had a huge ice storm in Northampton. Mm-hmm. I remember October, that before Halloween. October 31st, we had a huge snowstorm in Northampton mm-hmm. three years before that. So you, this might be your lucky year. We may have snow we, around the 20th. We had a really good snow season last year, uh, and I was, I was really early. happy about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the And so if, like some people, like the gentle fall of snow, the quiet, the um, the landscapes, you know, it's it's New England. People here might like snow. They live here, so I, I do. I I, yeah. I also I don't like the the real heat and humidity, but I like a nice balmy summer day. I like a nice long you know bright day. That's Nothing great. Like a dark then, and rainy you know, day. Read re- a book. Yeah, right. Exactly. But then I also really really do like a, like a nice snowfall, and a, I yeah. even like like a good solid couple of weeks of bitter cold in like the end of january beginning of february such a yankee yeah yeah so you know it resets things it's and then then i can be done with it so if you if you enjoy the sun if you enjoy the heat if you like sweating someone said that then oh i love a good sweat i'm glad for you go to a sauna that's that's (laughs) wonderful and i'm glad that you had a, a a great summer it's it's over now let me <laughs> it's over now tonight at midnight deal is that right tomorrow, tomorrow at about 8 p.m oh 8 p.m tomorrow yeah night. so and that doesn't even mean that it's gonna it's going to be cool just deal with it let us enjoy our summer or our our winter and you're gonna get summer later and besides it's global warming you're gonna have more heat anyway Go, yeah. congratulations and besides the fact that uh summer is ending means you know hey you don't, you want to sign to that the red sox just clinched the american league east and we got the world series <laughs> coming up in the north. yep Last night, they, yes. beat, they beat the Yankees. Yes. Screw Yankees. And they only have to win two of their next nine games in order to have the best record the team has ever had. 
Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nagila, huh? So, so we all can agree on one thing. We can all agree <laughs> that that's nice. So anyway, we do need to wrap up because uh, we're getting ready for the next show here. And I, I, uh, I don't want to uh, incur the wrath of our other programmers. So um, coming up next, we have Subculture, a great mix of indie, electronic, uh, post-punk, and other great alt music, uh, followed by Table of Contents at 10 o'clock and OK Asia at midnight. And then if you're still up in the wee hours, you can listen to a rerun of Drum and Bass with DJ Fife, which is a pretty good show. Uh, a podcast of this show is going to be uploaded to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and other things on Sunday morning usually. Uh, so you can listen to us again. And uh, that's all for now. We're going to do more civil politics again next week. Thanks for listening. Good night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.